Brooklyn. What's going on, guys? It's Joe, and we are on the Cup of Joe with Joe podcast. Uh, I'm excited. This is one of my first guests. I've known this guy for three years now, four years now. He came into my life since COVID, and via agency life, we just come together. Uh, we have a lot of similarities in words, similarities in our faith, and uh, we've grown together over these last few years, and it's been amazing to be able to fellowship with this guy, not only on, on marketing, but just, just everything. Michael Picado, tell us about yourself. Where are you from? Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, Joe, yeah, it's it, we just keep I think we were all reminiscing a bit just, you know, yeah. thinking about where we all came from. Right. And I think it's always it's always it's always interesting doing that in the entrepreneur life of thinking, yeah, man, it's like what was happening four years ago? Where were we? You know, and it's like, oh, yeah, we were just like little babes, you know, trying to figure it out. Yeah. And yeah. And then seeing you every single week on a different country, it's always been inspiring and all that. And hopefully this is the year I think we're going in person. But yeah, I'm um, I'm uh, I've been in agency owner i've been doing marketing i've been a photographer video i've been dabbling with all kinds of stuff i'm based out of here in canada just the little hat to america we're just a little on top here uh when we say things a little bit differently uh but yeah i've been i've just been trying to solve problems my whole life and that's kind of been my business journey is just looking for problems figuring out how to solve them and then i make businesses when i when i when i find one that's fun to solve so, so the so one problem we all ran into that wasn't foreseen and I think changed technology crazy was the pandemic. So before I get into the, the details of it, what what were you doing before the pandemic and what where, where was your mind right when it hit? Uh, when the pandemic, funny enough, man, it was uh <laughs> I had just recovered from something way worse than the pandemic. I was, yeah. I was, my business was starting to fall apart. I went through a really bad mental spell. I uh, wasn't getting things done and I was, I was struggling real hard. And then the pandemic hit and everyone's like, oh man, we're going through this real hard time. Things are getting really yeah. rough and all that. I'm just like, ah, oh, man, this is like, you know, this is like third year of college. You know, the first year yeah. to a college is actually the harder, stressful one. Yeah. yeah, it's harder, but I was kind of already ready for it. But yeah, it was, uh, it was definitely a time uh, going through the COVID. It's, it's interesting because in this digital nomad kind of life, this is not something we were foreign to. We were kind of already on Zoom calls, you know, already setting things up from the computer, trying to figure out how can I work from home as much as possible. And when that happened for me, I realized, well, maybe I don't want to be at home. Maybe I want to be outside or maybe I want to be at a, at a coffee shop. And it was an interesting transition. But what I noticed is a lot of companies then adapted to the social media, the the marketing area, and the and having things in place to pretty much help their business grow um, through ways of automation, through ways of digital media, they found these ways to go. How do you feel companies can adapt to what the world is seeing, and how can how do you think they can apply digital marketing and marketing? Um, to their wheelhouse. I think one of the advantages I think I had uh, was I was a bit of a gamer. Uh, I was always a, an online person. I always loved being online. Uh, 
I think one thing that the that the pandemic did in making everyone have to go online is it really eliminated all of the barriers that made someone valuable. So a lot of business owners, we only just thought about, well, what was nearby, right? We only thought about serving people in our immediate area. And there's a good reason for that. It's good to support your local economies and all that. But when everyone had that zeitgeist change of realizing that one, I can now get customers every, anywhere. And also my competition can also get customers anywhere as well. What it really did is it started to make people no longer just uh, the, the big fish in a small pond. It made every single business owner sure. that small fish in the big pond. And that forces everyone. You have to make a really important decision is, am I going to get really serious about delivering value and having no excuses for uh, for delivering that value because you're not just the only one or two options in town anymore. Uh, yeah. You're competing with thousands, uh, thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of other businesses and options out there. And it's forced people to really say, where is the value that I provide? And I have to communicate it perfectly and maximize my value. Otherwise, I'm going to get swamped or I'm going to get swept away by someone bigger, smarter or more efficient. Yeah, and, and even, you know, I've had to struggle, struggle, but how do you feel they find that value? Where where do you go in, in deep and say, you know, this is a value that I bring to my audience? Because if your value may not be something that you feel you value, but your audience may value it more than you do. It, it, that's, it, that's the other one. So a, for a lot of times, I'll, I'll use a little story, I think. When I, when I got into photography, it was my first business that I did on my own. Um, I was told that the market is saturated. There's more photographers. Everyone's getting a, uh, a camera every single day. And the thing I realized is, is that that time, what made a photographer was this barrier to entry into the photography field because cameras were complex. They were expensive. Mm -hmm. Film was expensive. You had to know how to develop your film properly. How did you edit mm -hmm. film before digital? Well, you had to actually know how to burn light onto a negative and you wouldn't have all that feedback, right? So a lot of value that photographers had was their skill set in the tools. Now what's changed is, now think about that as a business owner. A lot of times we think our value is the tools that we're using. Uh, yeah. I'm a website, we do websites, we have hosting. Well, anyone can get hosting now. Yeah. Uh, do you wanna make up, do I give value in being able to use a really pretty template? Well, no, those templates are available to everyone. So when you're thinking about what value you provide, it's really important to not think about that you're good at what you do, that we provide a quality job, that we do excellent workmanship. Those are things that everyone can say they do and probably does. When it comes to value, it's what's actually different. What's the experience you have? What is the things that you know that only you actually know about that other people don't know? What is the, the way that you talk to your clients that's different than other people? You know, yeah. I think, like, I think, yeah, as everyone, as a quick example, think about, like, tech support. If you've ever had to call someone for tech support, right? Yeah. What do, like, you could have a really efficient system that you just hate to use because it's robotic, it's repetitive, it's systemized to the nth degree. It doesn't feel really good, and your customers don't have a lot of value. They'd much rather jump on a phone with somebody and talk to a human that treats them like a human being. 
that's yeah. where you start looking at value. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that you hit it right. The hammer right on the nail. And and knowing your value will help you bring that value to the market and then execute. A lot of times individuals are trying to please so many customers um, at one time. And so what do you suggest to help them be able to scale their business and grow their business once they find their value? Well, first, they should talk to uh, someone like you or me first off. <laughs> they should do. But uh, no, seriously, what, when it comes to it, like, there's a lot of things. Like, you know, I do a lot of automation these days. Yeah. But you really got to start by thinking about the basics. It, it, every time there's this, this feeling in you that wants to get complicated and go for this big, crazy new thing, you should actually start go you actually have to start back at the beginning every time you have to saying is where's that value that i provide who am i providing it for yeah and that one's important because i think a lot of people skip over that they say oh everyone uses my services it's like well do they why would you need to market your business then if everyone's using your service obviously that's not the case you have to actually know who that person is and what problem exactly are you solving? Because if you're a plumber, if you're a hotel, if you're a photographer, it doesn't matter what you do. You might It's not the thing that you do that's necessarily the problem you solve. It's the outcome that you doing that work provides. That's right, the so actual that. thing you're doing for people. And you got to start thinking through those things before you get fancy. I, I feel like a lot of companies get confused with marketing and when you say get fancy, it's like so there's marketing and then there's sales. Mm. They, a lot of companies clump them together and say, Oh no, the same thing, but and they're two different things. And then there's that other piece of it, there's branding. You know, that's a whole nother field. They market all these fields in one. And then there's the 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 communication and automations that connect them. You know, I think People get confused on what marketing is through these products that are being sold to them, software being sold to them. Mm-hmm. I think we're in a day where people still don't realize what services the software is that they're being allocated to. So what is what is your specialty? What would you feel like your special sauce is in marketing and how would you define that? Yeah, this. Uh, thank you for asking that because what makes me there i'm i'm one of those people that has lots of different skills like if yeah. i try to list off the things i could do it's off the roots but if i had to put it down to one thing it's that i don't take anything for granted and i don't assume anything and i don't judge anything mm-hmm. and if i had to say that's that's actually the thing that makes me good at what i do is that when i when, when someone comes to me for business help i'm not trying to fit in a solution or anything and I'm not going to take them even at their word because I'm going to ask things. I'm going to ask you like, hey, what's your value? Yeah. Who are the customers you, you do? And I'm going to listen to what you say, but I'm not going to take that. I, I'm not going to assume that's the right answer just because you said yeah. that was. What I do is I ask the questions that really need to be asked. Yeah. And I don't stop until I get the, that foundational answer because we are in a, the business has cha- world has changed in a way that we don't have time to mess around. We don't have time to make mistakes as much as we used to. We don't have time to just feel our way out and you know 
and, and just trial and error and just and, and and not have to deal with those things oh i'll deal with my brand later oh i'm going to deal with my you know i'm going to deal with those, those complicated things later i'm going to deal with mark you can't do that anymore you actually have to know that value up front who you're serving up front and you got to get serious about that because all those things you said sales marketing branding and things they're all built on those things of what's your value and what you're doing and yeah so that's what i do man is i just keep asking questions until <laughs> until i i'm, I'm sure we're ready to go forward there's so much value in that because you asking questions is is bringing that client help and helping them understand a process so a lot of times i will ask my clients questions they're like well why are you asking me that? you already know i'm like no i want to know from a perspective so i can build up a customer journey it'll be a lot easier for me to understand what you actually want and i've learned that having that conversation with clients sometimes their goal isn't what they want and and you have to say hey do you want sales or do you just want awareness and to be popular which is fine. You just have to know if you're spending this budget or you're doing this activity, what results that activity is giving you. And I think a lot of business owners get caught up in wanting instant sales results, but wanting to be the most popular brand month two of, of, of coming out. So they want to come to the market and say, this is what I've done for the market. This is what we are as a brand identity, but you haven't given your brand time to grow. You know, I have I have kids and I don't know what my kids are until they've grown fully. So you have to give your brand, you know, a certain amount of time to grow. Mm -hmm. And but you always have to implement your strategy within your brand. So it's all cohesive and it doesn't so, just stop. Do you mind if I put you on the spot a little bit here? Yeah, let's do it. I got to put you on the spot. And I think this this exercise, this exercise, <laughs> <laughs> this exercise is something that. It, everyone uh, does badly at. I'm just gonna I'm gonna set you up like that one. So, yeah, what's the perp What is the purpose of SEO? To rank a website. Cool. Well, why is that Why Why is that important? So, when individuals search certain keywords, they will find your website first before your competitors. And why would anybody? want to uh why would anybody want to have that happen because you want to drive more customers and more sales cool and and how does that actually how, how does that actually how does that actually make that happen the mechanics behind it <laughs> yeah yeah google rewards you for more more keywords on your website, more links on your website, more websites linking back to your website, and more updates to your website. Things like titles, images, things like that you want to name and, and take care of. Yeah, there, there's a little system and that's really good, by the way, because by the way, SEO is, that's the one that always confuses people. Marketers, I mean, I don't know how to always, SEO is one of the hardest ones to explain why yeah. it's doing it. But you could even just see, what was my first question is why, why? That, why would you do SEO? And uh, this framework, by the way, is called the five whys. Uh, yeah. I'm going to butcher the actual one, but it's it's taking the thing you do and you ask, well, why do we do that? Well, why is that important? Well, who would actually need that? What does that allow us to do? And by yeah. asking that five layers deep of why, we actually now come to the reason why 
you would need SEO. And then if not, it's like, well, how do we actually prove that that's going to work? Because there's other things that happen is like, well, bringing people to your website doesn't also mean it's going to bring you more customers. That's true. The Wait, so I passed, did I pass your test? <laughs> you did really good, man. You did good. But it's just to show you, just to show it's that it's not actually apparently clear. <laughs> That's for me. That's for me. You know. <laughs> Good job, buddy. Good job. So all that to saying, it's like, and anyone who's in business who's looking for SEO, you're going to see that even those answers you give, well, it was pretty good. It yeah. still leaves a lot of questions about, well, why is SEO, is actually SEO the actual thing we need? And you can do that with everything. Yeah. Like take yeah. plumbing, take all those things. And yeah. you have to ask those extra levels because unless you know why the thing you're doing is actually important and what are the implications and all those things, you can't really know the branding. You can't really know why you're going to market and what's going to be good to market or not. And you can't then think about what kind of a business am I going to make? What is actually important? How am I going to structure my business? All of that comes down into back to the why of what you're doing. So just asking the five whys, you can uncover that most of, and I'd say 99% of business owners are going to just stumble through those five questions. They actually didn't know it. Let's run through this again. What are the five whys? It's just asking why. Keep asking why. Yeah, just kept asking why. Too. Now, you, you could look it up. Uh, maybe I can maybe look it up, the, the five why analysis. There's a whole thing that you could look up. But the essential, the, the simplified version is just ask why five times, and it usually takes it that much to get to the root cause. So, like, for instance, as an example, um, you know, if someone has a problem, (laughs) like this example I just found online, it's like, the problem is, is that I ran through a red light. You know, I was driving, I ran through a red light. Yeah. And it's like, well, why is that a problem? Well, I was late, late for work. Well, well, why is that a problem? Or why did that happen? And so, well, I woke up late. Uh, well, why did you wake up late? Well, my alarm didn't work. Well, why? Because there's an exhausted battery. Why? Because I forgot to check it. That's oh, the root of the problem, that's, right? So why did you... It's like, <laughs> like my kids asking me why all the time after everything. Well, why, why, why? Maybe we'll get to the root of a lot of problems if I keep allowing them to ask why. You have to be a child. You can't... Yeah. As soon as you think you know what the answer is... That's usually my buzzer. As soon as someone tells me that they know what the answer is and they feel confident, that's usually my warning side to go is, mm, no, most, I'm not confident about most of what I know. So yeah. if you're confident, and I know a lot of people who actually don't know what they're doing, <laughs> none of us really know. So when I see confidence, I want to test it and I want to ask that le- level. I want to ask a lot of questions until I'm certain. Yeah. Now nah, that that's that, that we're we're gonna, we're gonna end on that note because that's good information. I think that is a lot of value for individuals to be able to know and grow in what they're doing. Um, so I appreciate that. Appreciate everything you've given us today. Uh, do you have any questions for me before I close? Except for the, all the five whys. Any questions? Uh, well, well, the thing would be is, uh, Jody, do you know what your value is? Do you know yeah. what, do you know what you do you know what you're really all about? Yes, our value is we help podcasters grow and amplify their online presence on YouTube. 
Yeah, you do that, man. And you, you actually, you actually, I see you actually doing it. And that's, um, yeah. I, you know, I know you wanted to end it, but I think we got to go there too. Is, yeah, let's um, Is bringing in accountability and bringing the consequences of your uh, the consequences of your decisions as close to you as possible. Yeah. A lot of times we like to outsource things and all that. We like to solve problems that are like arms distance away from us. Yeah. But what I really uh, appreciate about you've been pivoting a lot lately and it's like you've been pivoting to even closer because like you know podcasting, you know you know people really well. You know creators you know you've been in that creative in the music industry and, and that yeah. so you know when you're solving those marketing problems that you're actually really close because you're dealing with those problems yourself so if your systems aren't working for you then you get that kind of feedback and a lot of times in business especially if you're a like a tradesperson or or anyone who does something that's like for someone who's the opposite of you those yeah. are those big gaps of look for those big gaps because uh, there's a, there's a communication gap that you can often miss because yeah. you're a, you're you're, like, you're a computer tech whiz for instance and you're helping people who aren't computer tech whizzes. There's probably a very large gap of value that you don't realize yeah. that you need to fill that's beyond just what you do. But uh, so anyway, that that's that was just a little thing that jumped to me there. No, that, that's definitely some good insight. And we're trying to figure that out here at Affluent Solution, trying to get better at that. Um, and like you said, it starts with me first. It starts with applying that to what we're doing. It starts with being accountable with what we're doing, um, doing certain pods like this and talking to individuals like you to learn and get even better at what we're doing so that we can help our clients grow. Yeah. And we're here to stay, you know, Fluent Solution, we've been around since 2012. So we haven't gone anywhere. We haven't left. We are pre-pandemic company and we are a post-pandemic company. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been inspiring getting to be part of your journey, dude. I'm looking forward to uh, many more years at it. Yeah. Thanks, Mike. Well, it was great talking to you. Um, hopefully we can do this again, you know, catch up more when we have some more things going and get the audience excited. 